I want that ball of budget, ball of budget. Not a little, I want all or nothing, all or nothing. I got the broads in the streets buzzing, cousin. Follow me, you wanna see something, something. Squares can't keep up. I'm in the great feelers. I'm in the great, great squares can't keep up. I'm in the great feelers. I'm in the great. Hello. Hi. And this is True Literate. Welcome to True Literate. <laughs> How are you today? I am Petty Mayonnaise, and also I'm known as Petty Bundy, Petty Rubble. Petty Wop. Petty Wop. Petty White. <clears throat> Petty White. <laughs> Petty Crocker. Petty Crocker. Um, um, and just petty. Just petty. Just, just plain, plain petty. 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 And it is a new year. It's a new year. It's a new year. Same, Same us. Me. Same <laughs> shit. Same shit. Um, I am Sunny D, and um, there's only one version of Sunny D. And that's yeah, me. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And we are joined here <laughs> by a friend of mine whose name is West Bank Warrior. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's a very low-key uh, roster call. Very, <laughs> very calm. Oh my god! And then call. all the West Bank hosts come out of nowhere. Like, yeah, I'm about West Bank. My outfit, one point five. West Bank. Happy New Year! So Happy, Happy New Year! Welcome back! It's 2016. Whoop, whoop, we made it. Yay! Um, we here. We here. We. You know, we can't really it. ask for much. Are you guys feeling good about the new year? Are you feeling so the excited? New I am. So I have uh, um, some news to say, but I'm going to wait till it's that time. What? Oh. <laughs> what time is it? No, 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 it's not time for that. Okay. okay. Game time? What is the time? <gasps> Game time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm trying to um, like, what? get my bearings. Get your bearings. Get your life together. It's okay. It's the new year. <laughs> Yeah, so there's a book. So I walked in here, guys. There's a book in here called When Chicken Heads Come Home to Roost. Oh, my God, me. Roost. A hip-hop feminist breaks it down. So it's, it's quite title. interesting. It's fine. It's quite interesting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> What's it about? What's, I, what exactly is roosting to a chicken head? What is a chicken I, head? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Chick, is it like buck, a walk, walk, chicken, chicken, chicken head? Chicken, chicken, buck, buck, chicken head. Boy, please, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you guys are How feeling refreshed. Sorry, whoops. Did you guys have a good holiday? Was Christmas popping? Um, Christmas was cute or whatever. Oh, whatever. You know, I saw my mama and my daddy and my sister or whatever. Oh, that's cute. You know. Aww. Can't really ask for much or nothing or whatever. You know, it was real cute? cute. It was real cute until my back Ooh. door got kicked. Oh, my God. In. Why? Yes, you guys. Because we had laptops that they wanted and they, they took, took them. <gasps> but what's crazy is we found the video that surfaced online of the perp selling our laptop to somebody in a gas station. Oh my god. Girl, what? What? Yes. And 
the video footage is so good. Oh my God. Can I, you please give that to us? And whenever we get a website, can we put it on Trello? Oh <laughs> <laughs> if anybody out With there... With a comment over it. What is the Crime Stoppers phone number? <laughs> Isn't it 525-8000? Yeah. yeah. It's either that or Morris Bart's 888 is Morris Bart. One call, that's all. Catch this part. 855-BABY. So we have like... I, the crazy part is this dude was outside of my apartment and he didn't know I was coming home. It was like not normal for me to be home at this time, but I had 30 extra minutes on my lunch break and I pull up to my driveway. Pull up to the scene. Pull up. my to, laptop missing. Yeah. Laptop gone. Door broken in. And I come in and like there's a dude standing on the porch who I first see and I get out of my car because I'm so smart y'all and I come over and I'm like hey how can I help you because I'm assuming that he is like part of the crew who has just moved out like I thought he my neighbors moved out and I'm like maybe he came to like pick something up for his friends or whatever but then as I'm talking I'm like trying to figure out with him some dude comes from the backyard who's clearly like the brains of the operation and he's like oh I lost my dog Roscoe Cool. <laughs> he starts like shouting out for his dog Roscoe as if Roscoe is a mythical creature who right. goes cuckoo <laughs> and they walk away they, and like it was so it actually happened very slowly but in my mind it was sudden because by the time <laughs> they left I realized oh that was really like not normal Aww. and so I think like maybe I should check the shed and I checked the shed and the door is open but they hadn't taken anything yet and I just thought oh this is a one off it's all good Gentilly is beautiful nothing bad happens oh my here God. and when this video surfaced I realized that's the dude who lost his dog cuckoo and <laughs> Did he scope yeah. my house like a month ago? But he came back and after I caught like, him and kicked in my door and took our laptops. Oh my god! And I found my laptop. Yes, my bad, but two of our like two of the other laptops are not back, and neither the speaker. And the only reason we got this laptop back is because of this Prey app. And I'm not getting paid for this, but I'm telling everybody put Prey on your phone. It's better than find my iPhone. Is it P R E Y P R A Y? Okay, P R E Y. If you lose your phone, they will take pictures of the person using it. Oh my God! Pray yeah. will give you. Homeboy was looking up Rick Ross yes. videos. <laughs> he was checking up on K Michelle's oh romantic God. activities. He's Zero porn, unfortunately. So I'm so. I really wish that I caught him in the middle of like you looking because that would have been really shameful for him. But it's like you know what? I might look up some like K Michelle so. doings, but. <laughs> He, he was probably like trying to look it up for an argument. Yeah, <laughs> like, show. look, I told you that she was going out with Idris. I told you. Oh my but god! Like, <laughs> girl, what? We found all of this, and the reason, so basically, the person in jail is the person who bought it from him. But we still like they're like they just put it out to Channel Four. Like they posted that video this week, and they're like, if you can find this man, please tell us. So, so he's I can tell out you, there. I didn't know that because I don't watch news. Exactly. Yeah. I know this because my mother was like, they put it on the video, on the TV. There's a video. It's so clear. I'm like, thanks, Oh, my mom. God. So, oh my God. you guys, let me know if you see the guy. If you see if a you guy, know anyone, please call Crime Stoppers. <laughs> At 525. At 260-9393. <laughs> Q93, boy. <laughs> yes, indeed. 
Raspberry. Wait, what is nine o'clock? Pops is on. That's Tell me that's, where you calling from? But say my name is Sunny Z, and I'm here in New Yeah. Okay, I don't know all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I did, but I don't remember, remember all that. You never said nine o'clock. I do remember nine o'clock pops, but I don't remember like all the like. It was people to come to start randomly rapping. Exactly. It was the first rap battle show on the radio. Oh my god! Can we start? I don't know if it was first. Can we? Can we start one of those? Yes. Please call us. I think they're called ciphers now. 504-865-3635 to rap battle. You can you can battle the West Bank Warrior because oh god, you obviously ready. Sunny ain't got bars. I got. I have two bars. Twigs. I got a splinter if you need it. Oh my god, splinter. All right. So, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was nice. You pimping all over the world. Did you get robbed? No. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm sorry. My Christmas was um, not eventful in that way. Um, it was lit. It was lit. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but for Christmas, of course, um, as our listeners know, I went to Brazil. Wow. Um, and thank you. That's awesome. A casual international Christmas. Yes. <laughs> And so Christmas Day, well, they don't really do Christmas Day, they do Christmas Eve. So we had like Christmas Eve dinner, which had like some bomb chicken and some mm. bomb ass fish. Ooh. And then also Both? rice with raisins in it. So I don't really understand the raisins. It's I got to look it up. I've had that before. It wasn't mm-hmm. bad. It was it was all delicious. Mm-hmm. But that fish was so good. Oh, my god! All right. And then so Christmas Day, we left and went to an island like two and a half hours away from where we were staying. And we got there late at night, so we just got to the island, ate some pizza, and my, me and my sister stayed. Pizza on the island. <laughs> pizza on the island in Brazil. And me and my sister stayed in um, because the baby wasn't feeling good and watched Die Hard because what we do on Christmas. Really? <laughs> yes. Every year? Really? Every year. What? That's cute. That's, so cute. That's cute. Why Die Hard? Because it's a Christmas movie. It is? <laughs> it happens even... during Christmas. I didn't know like, that. Like Home Alone. But y'all don't watch that one. We watch all of it. We watch <laughs> Home Alone. We watch we Die watch... Hard. We watch the Santa kidding? Claus, Jingle All the Way, all oh the all the so stuff festive. and emotion ones. <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! Like Rudolph and like yeah. Jack Frost and uh-huh. all those. With like, the heat miser. Huh? With the heat miser. Oh, that's yeah. the year without Santa Claus. But yes, oh. Oh. did watch that. <laughs> I don't know the names of them. Did cool. watch that. <laughs> we watch the Wiz movie every Christmas Eve. Oh, really? He's the whiz. He's the whiz. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. We the next day we went to we got on a boat and we like there's we were on so an island tell so us your different whole islands Christmas. around different islands. <laughs> so you can go can I finish this all day? nine days. Can I just finish this day? <laughs> I'm just saying that was, that's what that's about all to I was going to say. Okay. But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna give you a Kanye moment. Go ahead and finish. It would be Taylor Swift moment, but but Kanye is. The one who go ahead. He's the meme. All I was gonna I say it. was go ahead. That was Come on. basically my Christmas going from island to island. Cute. And mm-hmm. Petty just being a hater. I'm not a hater. Petty. Whatever. Just like the name. I got to <laughs> I got to go to my parents' house and go with my family. Oh. I was with my family. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Did y'all watch movies? We just watched The Wiz and we danced around in our onesies. So. Okay, that's great. You're like, <laughs> we just did this. That's wonderful. <laughs> oh my gosh. I went to, um, well, when we came back, I went to Storyland. and I've never Aww. been to Storyland. Storyland <laughs> it is a mess. They have like a high school band singing Alicia Keys. Ta- Alicia Keys, I'm sorry, the Starburst like blocked my throat. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Starburst. Um, 
but the band it's, it's like are they really the appropriate people to be singing alicia keys songs like i feel like there were better artists that were overlooked and we're not was it songs in a minus I don't know which <laughs> album. Look at the me Diary judging. of Alicia Keys is the best Alicia Keys album, hands really? down. Really? Which one? Diary of Alicia Keys. Is that the second one? That has which You Don't song? Know My Name. Okay, that that's you the... You Don't Know My Name. Baby, baby, baby. Okay. That is the best song in the world. But I always use sugar for you because I think you're kind of sweet. <laughs> you know, he make us use water. <laughs> I use milk for you. <laughs> Man, most oh, deaf. Word. Most deaf. Being um, featured as a love interest. Yes. So. Oh, also. Okay. New Year's was cute. New Year's oh, Day. Because yeah. I got okay. to hang out with Patty. Oh, yeah. And other you friends know, I love. was cute or whatever. And we spent New Year's Day. We had a cute little end of Kwanzaa oh, yeah. party at yeah. the crib at or the whatever. Crib, and it was you fun. Know, it was and we watched a whole bunch of music, music videos, videos and were being ridiculous. And we cackled the whole <gasps> really? time. Legit cackled that when I left, my throat was hurting because That's I could have lost my good. voice. I think I'm going to make that a, like a tradition. Like, Please do it fun. again. I'm it sad I missed it. Because it was like a New Year's decompression thing too because mm-hmm. like the night before was just like a lot yeah Uh-oh. Penny made soup and I bought chicken <laughs> <laughs> and cake balls and cake balls from a party I went to the day the hour before <laughs> and oh, it was all delicious it did was... you make the cake balls no, no my friend made them for her um my other friend her boyfriend's birthday brunch which I was at that morning and then I was like you need these cake balls you need this chicken <laughs> I'll take it to this other Wait, party. you made neither of them? No. No, Jacob nope. from Rouse's and it was delicious. Nope. She didn't even buy them. Oh my gosh. She didn't even buy so them. You're so smart. Look but at how resourceful good. you are. You did bring ice. I did buy you a giant ice. bag of ice because I thought more people were going to use it. I thought that too. Nobody That's why I uses ice, ice in New Orleans. And Yo, we don't use y'all ice. Know that. People from New Orleans don't use we ice, don't use but ice. all my friends. All we don't like being cold. Oh, I never use Not ice. Not in the winter That's time, I, no. I don't even have an ice tray at my house because, like, I guess the I like fridge is cold. Because why would enough. you do that? Exactly. Like, you open the fridge, cold. you get the cold you need. I don't, I could just freeze whatever I want to cool off. But I was like, oh man, these hoes bougie. So they, like, they need ice, they need water in a jug. So I went and bought water in a jug and ice, and then like nobody drank none of the water. Nobody drank, used none of the ice. So I was like, great. That's how you know they just fronting with that ice. They really are. So like, no more ice, no more water. Bitches tap. <laughs> it's tap. tap. Um. So Charlay, we do this thing on Triller okay. where it's what are you here for? What are you not here for? What are you here oh, for? Is anything that you just like? You really support. You're really behind. If you could give like a stamp of approval, you would give a stamp of, appro- a stamp of approval for this. What you are not here for is things that you don't stand behind. And if you could give a stamp of disapproval, okay, you'd give a stamp of disapproval. It's like Facebook likes. Okay, kind of. Are you guys gonna give me the topics, or do no, I have to come you, up with them? It's up to you. I'm just completely on the spot mm-hmm. right now. But we can come to you if you want to. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. Have you ever listened to us before? Once. I've listened to an episode that okay. I was thoroughly enjoying. Okay. I was gonna say I hope you know the shenanigans that you're in for. But I yes. don't really know the shenanigans that it's I'm in for. High, <laughs> on the ride here, I was like, "Can you just brief me what is about to happen? I'm excited and I'm alarmed. And I don't I was know." Just like, no, girl, it's whatever. <laughs> it's literally whatever. I'm surprised they haven't kicked our black asses off after like 16 <laughs> weeks. Mm-mm. Well, it's okay. So, is this 2015 related? Like, should I? Is this like no? It can be whatever. It can be 2014 related if it's that big of like if you either here here for it that much or not here for it. Okay, I have one. 
Okay, I know what I'm not here for, and that's because I just had a conversation about this with my boyfriend, who is friends with Republicans, Mm-mm. and I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm not here for Republicans, and Never. I'm not. This and he said to me, "Is, is he Republican? No. no. Oh, okay, I just wondering. He, he better not be right, but but <laughs> you would assume, right? Because why would you want to fraternize with such people? <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, Republicans. Except he, like not really. It, not really. Because it's like he's like, well, that's real. You are just discounting fifty percent of the U.S. And I'm like, well, fifty percent of the U.S. votes in a way that is rude to my being. Like fifty mm-hmm. percent of the U.S. doesn't." want me here right so is it rude to not want to be your friends <laughs> right and so we just we had this heated discussion in front of our house guest who was in the same program with him and they studied like public administration so they're all about like working for the people and i'm like how do you, how are you how can you like just get drinks and stuff like with people who don't like not all my friends agree with me on everything mm-hmm. but i'm not here for people who think that like immigrants should like go back thank you <laughs> you know like thank you they're immigrants themselves probably so yeah we're all immigrants ask these memes on instagram they know <laughs> we're all immigrants Native americans were here first right so um that's what i'm not here for what i am here for is coconut oil yeah. i have it on every square inch of my body right now <laughs> I hate and coconut oil. What? He hates a lot of things. It smells like baby breath. He me, doesn't. Well, like first of all, baby breath is like Mm-mm. a gift. Okay. The top of no. babies' heads when you smell them—that's amazing. It's amazing. Like, cause baby they just breath smell is fresh. in like an actual baby's breath, not like the plant. That's what we talking what about. Meant. I'm talking about sour milk <laughs> and <laughs> coconut oil. <laughs> And well, like twenty percent like, fewer like bacteria the- than we have, and I'm out. That's that oh. sounds great. What are you talking? My about? My niece's breath is always smell like maple syrup because she would always eat oatmeal. See, oh. there was this boy I sat next to on the bus, and he would like he was a close talker, but I didn't mind it because his breath smelled like milk that he had in the cereal. Oh, all right, <laughs> hold on, hold on. We're not I'm on not the same here page. For that. You're I'm not, not on the same page. It's like I was talking Stop. to a baby. Let me get off that. All right, you can just turn her mic down and that's it. Thank Let you for coming on the show, Charlotte. We really appreciate real. it. Get out. <laughs> yeah, y'all did it. It was uh, great. So nostalgic every morning. <laughs> I felt like I was talking to a baby. I have to go no, last. No, no. So I, I mean, I don't think coconut oil smells like baby bread, but it does smell like coconut. I don't, so, I don't exactly. like Exactly. Some people feel there's a smell. It's like the... It depends on which one you get. It's the cilantro effect. Like, some people love cilantro and some people feel like cilantro tastes like soap. It does. Yeah. And like, for instance, my boyfriend. Oh, it does. This is like a bad night for him, but he like <laughs> hates the smell of coconut oil. He's like, could you use less of that? And I'm <laughs> like, like, no. I'm like, no. do you want me to not be great? Like, oh, what are you, you see this? Do you uh, see? Do you see this glisten? This natural glisten, not too much, because that would be castor oil, but it's <laughs> 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 just enough. Uh, I love coconut oil. I, hate um, it. I can't put I it in know. my hair because my scalp I, does not agree. But I my think body does. coconut really? oil, for some reason, it reacts with my body chemistry in a way that is just like I don't fuck with this. The refined kind or the unrefined? I don't know. It's just any kind. It's just like really. You can oh, keep I love try I do the like organic. Oh, organic, organic yeah. unrefined. But argan oil is yeah. also like very oh, expensive. Oh, argan smells mm-hmm. amazing. But that is the oil of the so year. Expensive, so expensive. Um. Sorry, my nose are dirty. <laughs> Did I give y'all enough here for and not here yeah. for? Yeah. Okay. Only one of each. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So <laughs> things that I'm here for, I, hmm, what am I here for? What am I here for? Oh, I'm here that we got a complete, we got a complete firm cast on the movie so I can stop stressing about it. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Um, I'm also not here for the weird as fog that just descended upon Thank us. You. Like, Thank you. Thank okay, you. Out of youngins, nowhere. This is typical of this time of year. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is literally <laughs> every single week. Come no, answer. don't answer it because it's literally, who is that even? It's Maha. She knows what you're doing. <laughs> and she and Maha wanted to talk to you. She could call, exactly. She could call on the phone. <sighs> Uh-huh. It's every, oh, if it's not a angels. phone call, it's a text message. And the text tone is a fucking train coming down the way. Oh, Go well. ahead. You were saying something. I'm no, like, I'm done. We you, were what you not here for? We were, ta- we were talking about the mist that descended upon oh, us. Oh, I just literally came out of nowhere. And I was I was biking with a it's friend of mine with Lex. And I was just like, okay, I guess it's just going <laughs> to be it like. It was like slow. It's like, sh- Do y'all really not remember sh- every New Year's around this time? It's foggy as hell. I don't remember I was like, that. where did it come from? And, and it's, it's also cold. cold. It's, like cold it's never really cold around way. this time. Girl, something must be wrong. <laughs> Can I answer the phone and say, what do you want? <laughs> Go ahead and answer it. <laughs> we can still hear you. <laughs> she turned down just so much. She's in a small corner. She's just going to pick up right <laughs> in the back on the phone. Post up. How come when I'm gone... You want to keep doing this. It's but some, when I come around, it sounds you very important. Post though. Up. An I think it's like a off. serious question. I think is it, it is. Yeah, you press it before you. Okay, well, can you tell me what you're here for? Which oh <laughs> my God. I'm here. I'm just over here like, I am here for. Um, <laughs> you're so distracted. And angry. I am. I am. I'm so distracted. This conversation in the background. <laughs> I am. Can you tell her? <laughs> <laughs> I am here for friends who. Can I get one of those starbursts? I'm yeah. here for friends who are present and accounted for. I'm here for friends who like Shade. help to recharge you. Mm-hmm. I'm here for friends whose vibrations match your vibrations. Ooh. You know, because mm-hmm. after a week of dealing with a bunch of bullshit. No, not it's a just, whole week. It was like a whole week of just like one piece of bullshit after another piece of bullshit. Like a business week? Nah, it was partially was that it because I've been out of school. Like I've been done teaching for two weeks and we started back this week. So mm-hmm. it's just like going from zero to 100 like that. Mm. And then to deal with people who just like on the bullshit and just like, I just hate it. It's There's just like drama? It's, not really. It's just like people just like wanting to hang out and then like changing their mind it's like you know what Ooh. see like mm-hmm. that's that shit I don't like mm-hmm. a flake nigga that's that shit I don't like <laughs> everybody uh-huh. mm-hmm. all the hoes <laughs> I'm the only one that's real there are oh. so few people who show up was... on time you just <laughs> you fucking it. have your phone ring every week so you obviously not real you I fake I mean my roommate couldn't you figure out how to use the alarm system and it's fairly simple she was like stressed out I'm like girl you are too stressed right now <laughs> I can tell you if you stop freaking out. You the fakest one. <gasps> mm, you must be looking in the mirror. I'm looking at you. I'm you looking at nothing. <laughs> real recognize real. You, you must be looking at the mirror right now. On 
my glasses. Because Will recognized <laughs> Will, and you're looking kind of unfamiliar right friends. now. Excuse me, who is this? Sunny who? Sunny B for Sunny, Sunny Bye. <laughs> Boy, you um, wish I would leave you. And then, what are you not here for? I have to, I have to do what I'm not here for last because it's like a real thing. You no, know, I say both of them at the same time because she said both of her at the same time. So go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, what I'm not here for is police. Um, I finally have my police story, mm-hmm. and it almost came with a hashtag. What, pray what? for Petty. What happened? So oh, no. I. I'm hanging out with Lex, and Lex is like, let's go to this thing. So I was, and so I was like, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. I rode my bike to Lex's house, which is like 10 minutes bike ride. I bike there. We're just hanging out, cackling on his porch. And I'm looking down the corner, and I see this like silver car pull up to like the driveway next to Lex's. And then quickly behind that, a police car pulls up super quick and like stops hard and like a very abrupt police car stop. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, damn, that was a really intense stop. Like, police pull up just for, like, a running a stop sign or yeah. some type of, like, traffic bullshit. They open the doors, and then and then they're, like, yell, yell out the car, stop! Stop what you're doing! Stop what you're doing! And so I'm thinking it's the person in the car, so I just, like, again, because I'm not doing anything, but out of my mind, and then behind me, I hear someone say, hey! Like, yelling. And so I turn around, and I look, and it's a police officer who storms up to me and goes, what do you, he goes, what do you have in your hands? Do you have anything in your hands? He then grabs both of my hands and like pries them open. What? And he goes, do you have anything that I think I need to like, to like, to like know about? And so I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So no, Whoa. my hands are empty. He then proceeds to like lift my arms up pats me down, lifts my shirt to pat me Wait. down, and, like, is rubbing my l- legs to see if I have anything. And so I'm, like... What? I literally, like... My instinct was to, like, jack away because, like, that's what right, I always cause... do. So I'm, like, excuse me, like, what are you... And, like, I put my hands up, yeah. like, what are you doing? Like, what is going on? And then and then he goes, you need to calm down. And I'm, I'm like... Okay, I'm sir. not doing anything. Oh, wow. And then Wait. as I, like, disengage from him... I hear another police officer talking and I look back and it's two police officers. Then I look up the street and I see two more police cars speed up, abruptly stop in the street. Four police hop out of the car. I'm not done. Approach me. And then they're like, you need to calm down. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything but also, you literally like accosted me for nothing. Right. I, like, I literally, I'm wearing the same clothes. I'm wearing a holographic sweater, and like, bitch, I look dumb. Like, I'm. What yeah. are you talking about? And so, after all four of them come, and it's eight police officers, two of them plain clothes, like the other six of them in like police garb. Um, they walk up to me and then they're saying stuff about we're we're looking for this, looking for that, and, and I'm like I'm like I don't have any of that. There's my bag. You can look at it if you want. There's headphones in it and like a broken iPhone. Like that's what's in my bag. You can look in it. And then the police was like, "Are you catching?" He talked to his friend who's he's. I'm also grabbed at this point in time. There's a police officer with like his hand against my like forearm, like pulling me back. I guess because I'm like aggressive now. Ugh. Also saying calm down. And so the police is like, um, he tells his friend, "Are you like making sure that you're getting that on the like body cam?" And so I'm like, 
yeah, he's getting. I'm looking into the body camera now. Like, yeah, because I'm because, <laughs> because so I'm mad. Because yeah. I'm just like I'm mad and petty. also afraid. Exactly. But also yeah. like because being petty is like being in my petty. blood. <laughs> I was so I looked, I looked at the camera. I said. You can also look at my bag too. There's a broken iPhone and some headphones in there, and like I don't know, maybe like some warheads if you want them. <laughs> and and so all this is going on, and then I see another like regular unmarked car pull up. This guy who doesn't speak, I can tell for some reason when he got out, I could tell he didn't speak English. All he's doing is like pointing with intent at me and like what? pointing hard like Wait, exactly oh, like very aggressively pointing at me and so i'm just like like what because he's because i'm i'm just like what is going on and so i talked to the police and i said can you like like what is like you're grabbing onto me right. and i don't know no one has told me anything no one say anything my friend lex is like is there a problem? What is he being like? What is going on? Do we have to sit here? I live at this house. Like, what is... Nobody's told us anything. And so, oh I am looking, and then the, the guy goes, um, there's been a string of armed robbery. There was a, there was an armed robbery earlier today, and there's been a string of them going on, and you fit the description. And I was like, so Ugh. the description, did they not tell you what color shirt he was wearing? Right. What color bike he was riding? So I said, so the, the description that you got is a black, black man. man. Yep. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Black man in a in neighborhood. That's it. And so you also, and so I'm like, they're talking about this guy said this and he saw you come up. He saw you come up this way, pointing like down the street where I was looking. And then he said, he saw you, he saw you come up this way and then, and then saw you like run down an alley. And what? I was like, um, I also came from the opposite way. I don't run. <laughs> and I ran up no alleys and I said the only the only other person I saw besides myself and my friend who lives in this house is one person who is not black come up the street mm-hmm. so again what is going on and then they like they won't say anything they're just like well we're a task force coming to do this and make sure this and that and then they asked for my ID, so I gave them my ID, and then they're going on and on. They're doing all this, and again, at the same time, I'm like, Lex, I can't think. Lex is like, is 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 asking like, what is like, why are you grabbing on him? And the police are just like, blah 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 blah. And then I guess they realize that the guy mistaked me for another black man because we all mm. fucking look exactly the fucking same. And then the police are like, well, you know, we just wanted to make sure because there's been a lot of armed robberies. And it's like, I don't have a gun. Right. These pockets are too small to hold the the, the dollar bill that I have to my name. Like, there's nothing in here. And then he's like, well, we're sorry about the uh, inconvenience. And then during all of this, Lex asked, well, can I get like a card from somebody? More so to like to get a name from a police officer. And then they were like, um, uh, uh, uh. And... Again, I can't think because I'm just right. like shaking, nervous, afraid, angry, and just like trying to wrap my mind around what literally is going on and totally what just happened. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they got in their cars and they literally like zoomed off. Oh like my as quick gosh. as they came was as quick as they left. To top it all <sighs> off, 
One of the police officers recognized me from an open house that we had at the school. And then when he, because he goes, don't you teach? And I was like, yeah, I teach at that school down the way. And he goes, yeah, you look familiar. And I say, yeah, you saw me at open house where I'm like, do I look like a thief? Do I sound like a thief? Like, yeah. Biking so while black. Sorry. Hashtag were, pray for petty. Actually, you were just sitting on the porch while black. So I don't know. <laughs> oh the person God. stole something and had a gun and was on a bike. And I was just like, <sighs> this is it. Very specific. This is it. Yeah. Extremely. But also, like, my question is, I feel like as a police officer, when you get a tip about someone doing something, my first question is... But what's the motherfucker wearing? Right. What yeah. kind of hair the motherfucker had? You're how like the old? High, the high, the uh, like about how much they weighed? The how weight. old they looked? Any kind of what color bike? Any they kind of had some. They just stopping black dudes. I was just in a white neighborhood, Mm-mm. being black, looking yep. suspicious, sitting, cackling. So... I was enjoying myself. That was the problem. Yeah, yeah, they're like, "Oh, he looks suspicious. He's ex- very happy because he stole something." So and then it's just, happy. I didn't get no names, no numbers, no nothing, because that wasn't like that wasn't on my mind. Of course. And not. then I went when they kept telling me to calm down, and they grabbed my hand. I'm like, "This is it. This is it." Someone's going to reach for a taser or a gun, and then now I'm going to be the next fucking hashtag. Right. And they're going to use a picture of me where I'm, like, doing like this, <laughs> talking about how much I fucking hate this government, or uh-huh. how much, like, fuck white people, and then play clips from this radio show <laughs> about how I'm on this bullshit. And then it's just, like, yeah. anti-capitalist, <laughs> leftist communist who hates mm-hmm. police anarchist. Right. Anti-white anarchist. Look at this black racist thug. Right. Like, You're such a thug. Bitch, I've never, like, the thug most I've killed life. in my life is a roach. <laughs> like, um, and then even then, I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> fuck, a roach. You gotta kill it. Shit. Like, oh, so I'm sorry painful. that happened to you. So sorry, Ryan. It was, it was, like, it was, I don't know. That, was, that sounds stressful and painful and I was insane. just all wrapped up into so one. lost and I was just like, oh, this is it. And then I wanted right. to say, can I call my dad? Can I call my dad? I like, I, like, that's what I wanted to say because I was just like, who else? Like, that was the first person I thought. Let me just call him let him know. Well, bitch, I might die. So oh. thanks for being a good dad. Oh, my God. You didn't fuck up too much. And they leave saying, sorry for the com- inconvenience when it's like, no, that you wasn't inconvenience. ruined that was my a, life. Like, this, that I'm never going to forget this. I'm, I'm never, and like now whenever I see, my dad used to be a cop. He's thinking, I don't know what he does now. He's just some <laughs> sort of like head of security, top flight security in my fucking world or something Correct. like that. I don't fucking know, but he used to be a cop. So my interactions with police officers had always been positive. They had mm-hmm. always been like my dad's friends. They were always right. like regular people who like happened to have jobs that were police officers. Like yeah. I had I had never had any negative run-ins like that with police. And then now I was just like, you know what? I don't want to fuck with none of y'all. Like mm-hmm. bitch, the only reason I fuck with you is cuz you my fucking daddy. Otherwise, right. bitch, fuck you too. Oh. <laughs> but it's just like uh, wait, how do you what do you do? You don't feel safe. Who you gonna What call? do you do? Right. The fucking Ghostbusters girl. Right. <laughs> who are you like, gonna call? You bitch? just gotta <laughs> talk about it to your black friends who understand. Thank you. But that's what I'm not here for because it's just like. Mm. Fuck yeah, that. I'm, I'm not here for it either. Costing anyone. 
Especially when you're not doing anything. I wasn't, it's not even like, I was like playing fucking, I don't fucking know, throwing dice or some shit. Or like waving a gun around in the air. Right. Neither of those things are actually even illegal. But if you were black and doing it, you would be shot dead. Thank you. I I literally thought, the thought crossed my mind. I was like, he's going to reach, I see the taser. He's telling me, he's told me three times to calm down. So they can say that I was like being aggressive. Right. And that's reasonable cause enough. And before mm-hmm. you know it, bitch. It's oh ridiculous. I'm fucking tased the fuck out. <sighs> I wish you could have gotten a bad number, but it's understandable what you wouldn't think about that at the time. That, like, like, that wasn't. Out. Thank you. Like, that wasn't. That it's, was. It's like ridiculous people say, well, why didn't you get this badge number? Why didn't you do. It's like. Because that's mean, that. Life is in danger. Why are you blaming you. the victim? Right. How about, oh my God. I don't even know. I don't think you should feel like you missed an opportunity to, to get the badge numbers because yeah. my dealings with police with this robbery and just with like life and seeing how they act, what would have happened if you got the badge number? Right. There, I really don't feel like you should think like, oh, I didn't do the right thing. You did everything you were supposed to do. And mm-hmm. don't blame yourself going forward because everything they did was wrong so you can only like you were just living your life you did nothing wrong they were the ones who intruded and came at you crazy like you there's nothing you could do so don't like don't have any regrets about it thank y'all you're welcome welcome. thank you for sharing that with us i don't understand i feel like if i was a police my thing would have been like there's been a string of armed robberies in the neighborhood <clears throat> do you have anything on you that we yeah and then if you start running then they know that right and then if you run it's like okay so this motherfucker decided he wanted to fucking speed the fuck off speeding gonzalez head ass beep beep fucking the goddamn road runner this motherfucker and it's just like no bitch i i don't know it's just like in my mind i was like bitch y'all pulled up and i literally checked mm-hmm. and then i was like okay it's a police it's a police car i'm not i wasn't staring i wasn't looking right. like i was like Ooh, the police, like, let me, like, hide something. I was, I looked, and then I was like, okay, a police. And then I turned my head. Like, it was, right. y'all were not on my radar, some shit that I should be worried about because I hadn't you shouldn't, done anything. Right. And then when they were going on and on, I was like, I had just gotten the bike, like, yesterday or, or like, two or three days ago. So I thought, okay, I bought this bike from somebody who stole it. And then, like, mm-hmm. now I'm getting trouble mm-hmm. for, like, for, like, riding a stolen bike. And, like, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what it was. And then it ended up being not that. So it'll be something like, ridiculous, completely right. ridiculous. Great, <sighs> great. Let's let's play but, some um, music. Oh, so. I want to talk about resolutions really quick. Do you? Do we? Are we going to do that? Do you want to? Yes, no, maybe so. What? Um, you want to do that after the song break? Yeah, let's we can do, do that after the song break. I'm gonna play a song that's very fitting for uh, the police right now. Is it? The fuck? Thanks. Don't worry. My computer was playing music earlier. <laughs> um, let me pull it up. All right. But, I mean, I'm still alive. I'm not dead. So, you know, you live and, and you learn. And right. that's the best part of it. You learn to be afraid. You can't really <laughs> ask for much, so. See how you beat me so. Really, really, really. Promise to protect me, though. Love don't leave no bruise. Supposed to fear you, but you're not the friendly kind. Ask me 
get as large on the map, I'm making you snap your hands. Dance, shoot, does that shh? I'm not gonna lie, I brought my amps to this. Cutie pie, honey bunch. If you're not busy, take me to lunch. Oh, yeah, I done did it now. With the luscious music, what poppy cruising, what ate a booster, what tennis juice? Yeah, you give me up, you want in the bill, get the mix, cause they ride in my pocket, baby. And today, I just wanna jiggle my bump and knock your socks off with my what, 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 yeah, yeah. Illiterate. I'm Sunny D. We're back like the bullshit in 2016. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you Are have you any petty menace? Oh yeah. I mean, we already said that, but we I... always say it every time we come back. I'm oh. West Bank warrior. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> yes, I guess West Bank warrior. And I'm petty menace. <laughs> whoop whoop. Hey. My saying for this week is: <laughs> talk shit, get hit. <laughs> that goes out to the police. Fuck <laughs> the police. <laughs> All right, we can't say that on there. Can we? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We got a ten um, o'clock spot. Do you have any? Sorry. What? So we got a ten o'clock spot. We can say whatever oh, yeah. we want. <laughs> do you have any resolutions for the new year? Mm. Do you do resolutions for the new year? You have a resolution. I mean, I used to try to do resolutions, but then I was like, mm, this year I'm just gonna not. Okay. I did write some things in my blog. I'm going to read a couple of them to you. Like ex- ex- excerpts from your blog or just like titles from them? Um, so I instead of having resolutions, I came up with some things that we should leave in 2015. Okay. Nice. Um, and so I have self-doubt. Okay. My sometimes social awkwardness. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's all in your mind. To mm. be honest, I mean, but you're, I mean, with new people, you're I know, but I haven't seen noticed you, but any I, social. But I mean, like, this is new people, and I, <laughs> yeah, there's, I think there's it's mine. all in your mind. Oh, it might be. Um, it, it's all in your mind. <laughs> uh, bringing others down, bringing yourself down, worrying, worrying about people who aren't worried about you. I should have put any, but I didn't do it. Not staying in your lane. I told kids mm. that this week at you my should. school. <laughs> um, and being ashy on all forms of social media. <laughs> Those are some things we should leave in 2015. Being ashy? On all forms like, of social media. Legitimately ashy or just like poo? Like being like poo-la-la. Being, okay. Being, being poofies, <laughs> being booty on the internet. Yeah, being Shattered. a fuckboy on the internet. All uh, right. I also made a list of come on to come on 2016, and that's positivity, stay in your lane, self-love, self-care, being unapologetically you, and being carefree. Cute. Cute. Yeah, so I didn't make resolutions. Cute. I made hashtags. Oh, um, so millennial. <laughs> oh my God. We were born 
Um, my resolution is just be your own best friend, 2016. Oh, that's awesome. That's it. Love yourself. Not even love yourself. <laughs> just like be your own best friend. Okay, I mean, right. I guess you could love yourself too, but mm-hmm. you know, that's cute. Everybody try and find best friends other places. Girl, be your own best friend. Because if you can't be your best friend, how the fuck are people going to put up with you? Oh my gosh, that's like the New Orleans RuPaul hashtag. <laughs> if you be can't your love best yourself. Friend. <laughs> Bitch, if you can't be your best friend, ain't nobody going to put up with you. <laughs> um, I resolve to not make any resolutions because then you fail and you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Got it. Exactly. But for the sake of this podcast, more ice cream 2016. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hashtags all around. (laughs) I think one of my goals to my students was to be less petty, (laughs) but I was just like, (laughs) y'all do you not know me? (laughs) That's not about to happen. New Year, same me. (laughs) Okay. Um, do you have any highlights from your summary of 2015? Um. I think my highlights would be my hair. I've become much more creative in my outward appearance and my outward my outward self. Awesome. And as my best friend put it, he was like, Sonny's always me. been this way. Huh? I never said this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shut up. He was like, Sonny's always been this way. She's just showing on the outside now. Aww. And I was like, oh, who said you. this? Justin. I don't know who that is. You've met him before. Have uh, I? Yeah. He's around. You'll see him. Um, oh. I was like, oh, thank you, Justin. Because somebody else was like, Sonia, I've never seen you have pink hair or this and that. And I was like, I'm all, like, nothing's new over here. <laughs> and he was like, he said that. And I was like, oh, see, that's why you're my best friend. I love you, nigga. Go best friend. That's, <laughs> that's my, my best, best friend. friend. Best friend. Uh, <laughs> she finna so, fuck yeah. it up. So I'm about to like, my highlights have been my hair colors, and I'm about to bring it on in 2016. Cute. Oh, that's awesome. Um, my highlights are fucking finally graduating from college. Yay! Finally being a career bitch. Yes. Um, you know, starting to pay off my student loan. Ooh, I made my <laughs> wait, I made my first payment, and then afterwards, and it was like you only have $12,415 of student uh, loans That's left. it? And that's I was low. like, yeah, mine was super low because I ended up paying most of my time at my local college oh. um, was out of pocket. Of being, thank, so thanks. Smart. Shout out to my parents for fucking... Shout out that's to... Amazing. For really Papa being the like coming through in the clutch <laughs> for fucking four years because without them, I would have more debt. Mm-hmm. thank god and then um another highlight of mine is moving on my own yes and then i think that's it i think i'm done those are my highlights okay you know and all the new people that i met and all the f- people that i don't fuck with no more you know mm-hmm. Hi- okay mm. i don't know who those people are but hashtag no regrets um, oh okay i like that mine are um being really like okay with just unfriending people on facebook 
I know y'all don't really do Facebook um, anymore. I'm like of that age where we're still me. on Facebook. I'm y'all still? Yeah. I feel like y'all, like all the kids, they don't like Facebook. The kids, my I'm students 25. are not. <laughs> y'all are babies. I'm still on Facebook. I'm, I, yeah, girl. I think I may be part of that last generation of people who are still okay. on Facebook. Okay. Yeah. We're the, sister, we're the last group. My sister I'm and totally her misjudged you guys. We're like two years <laughs> younger than me. They are like mm, over it. Ageism. They're like the real last I know. Ones on so Facebook. much ageism. So much ageism. It's a comment. I just assume everybody is 12. <laughs> Girl, 12 year olds are like 20 girls. Exactly. Um, but I, <laughs> instead of unfollow, I'm like, nope. You're going to be unfriended. You're just going to know it. Like, why do we have to pretend? Right. Do people even know when you unfriend them? No. I mean, they unless find, you go and like. I found out. Like, I've been a friend, it's like, oh, like, you go and type, or, I don't know, You they show up on your suggested friends. That's right. how yeah. I it's found like, out. Oh, suggested. I'm like, so, I know, I'm like, I thought we were friends, but it's okay. not a word friends. So it's gonna be like that, well, bitch, fuck you. Suggest I'm happy nothing. that Facebook doesn't say what Suggest this X. My favorite thing, my favorite way to unfriend people is on their birthdays, because <gasps> yes, if I don't know you tell you happy them. birthday, I'm just like, who is this? Yes. Unfriend. Oh. I've heard of this strategy. <laughs> That's awesome. I, um, I think more people should have and then if you get a notification they won't see it because they're going to get the all of the this person's wrote on your timeline yeah oh you get no notification yeah, like no, facebook knows better facebook ain't yeah. that crazy right uh, exactly but i i got real good with deleting people during the trayvon martin thing like i didn't know anybody I, I kept these people because mm-hmm. i'm my just i just just like, like i have examples i don't have anybody that post these things like maybe and they that would, after me. that that's it stopped after that yeah. i was like delete 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 he's like fuck this bitch delete, i don't need delete, delete. somebody was somebody said i don't need to be friends with someone who thinks that like the problem of like black people like like isn't their own fault and i said good <gasps> Good. Who that person is? Don't let the doors you where the good lords put you. Goodbye. How do you know them? Like you went to liberal school. I went right. We we had a class, a psychology, not yeah, a excuse me, a philosophy class, and then we had another class talking about just like social problems. And this guy seemed to be real down with the cause mm-hmm. when you didn't call him out, and he's one of those like fake liberals yeah. mm, so are my it's days. like oh so you only a liberal when your <laughs> feelings not hurt mm-hmm. right because it's, it's cute but it's then when you, get called out, the mm-hmm. when you get called out you get your little feelings hurt yeah he got that he- <laughs> oh all right <laughs> duh he got that all white right. liberalism mm-hmm. bullshit <laughs> bullshit but also we're it. missing the biggest highlight the very beginning <gasps> of trailer this oh shit when did we start that august october i feel like um, we started it on beyonce's birthday <laughs> really <laughs> yes that was the September first episode 4th? yeah that was the first episode oh my gosh yeah yeah only because she says nine four eight one oh and, yes and, um oh, I, give me body <laughs> i just lost <laughs> <laughs> i should have known that <laughs> yeah that's the only reason that's oh only God. i don't know i what just a remember perfect that way to like keep track yes. keep track to keep track thank god she made it and i'm the one that remembered it you it's okay because totally i wasn't trying to remember, that wasn't a thing but now i'm never gonna forget because so. <laughs> <laughs> like, we had a whole forget. beyonce we definitely episode. did a beyonce appreciation app oh, yes listen <laughs> and, so isn't episode, episode one, one stressed and oppressed <laughs> oh <laughs> for you to remember the that's title my life. I have to look at the SoundCloud every day. (laughs) I check Um, our stats every day. I think those are my highlights. Highlights? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I was just wondering if that was it. 
I was done, I think. Done. Yeah. Did you have any I thought I gave one. Girl, I don't know. Oh, realizing that I could just unfriend people. Yeah, that oh, was yes. it. Yeah. Oh, and I went, it was, okay. Yeah. I can All right. Me so let's get to like the <laughs> real meat and bones <laughs> of the episode. I'm sorry, we are Meat all potatoes. three of us are black prof- you don't have to look at the screen i want to see it you'll see when i ask the question oh, all three of us are black professionals Ooh, Ooh. i'm about to put you on Blast, we're gonna talk about it next episode. We're gonna talk about it next episode my personal highlight of 2015 <laughs> 2016 Slash the beginnings of 2016 is Sunny D <laughs> getting a Tinder. By oh Sunny D getting a Tinder, you mean Meek making Sunny D? But tender. also, it's been a smooth week. Oh, what is it? Today's the eighth. So seven actual days. <laughs> on the seventh day, he rested. Not only is the app still on your phone, you just got either a match or a message. It was a message. Was it a reply message or was it an introduction message? <laughs> a reply message. Ooh. Oh. 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 Don't worry, I keep I've been keeping Meek updated. Oh. But you've been keeping me updated. Because <laughs> he made it. But I came up with your fucking about me. He did. Petty came up with the most beautiful okay. tagline. What? <laughs> That's going to be it? on my call. <laughs> and we might, we're just going to put in some true literate shirts. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> it, he should have hashtag it. He didn't hashtag it. It is. It will be hashtag. Target over everything. <laughs> yes! Oh, the best store of all. And mine is rallies over everything. No, excuse me, rallies fries. Oh, okay. okay. But I say because rallies is... Because everything else tastes like grease. Yeah. No, right, right. All right. So what is... Okay, we are black professionals. We do need to have a relationship episode. I feel like we are black professionals, correct? Yes. You're a black professional. Okay. You have a degree. I have a You're degree. using your degree. I, okay. Um, even I don't know if you're using your degree or not. I'm pursuing another one. Right, but you're. Uh, I consider you a black professional. You're. You Gracias. have a business that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about later. Oh, sorry. Oh. sorry. Hope you're ready. And I want to know. Oh my god, <laughs> I want to know what? what does being a black professional mean to you? Go. Anyone. Oh my gosh. Um yeah, being just, a I hate black you. professional to me yeah. is um just like owning your accomplishments because black people are constantly taught that we're less than, right? And so many of us question our place. We get that imposter syndrome where we're not sure if we belong here, right? And so like you said, we have degrees. We work. A white person would call that a professional no. if that was applied to themselves. Right. Why do we feel, why do we get a little bashful about it? So, yeah, I think like owning your accomplishments and saying I am worthy of that title. Okay. Ah. I like that. I never think about Thank it like you. that. I really like that. I need to own my title. Yeah. That's what I'm working on. Own your title, T I D A L. Pay for it, y'all. Don't steal it. <laughs> Yo, anymore. I got a three month subscription if y'all want. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I, I haven't, haven't used it yet. yet. I haven't. But you paid them? No, it was a three month. It's a three month free subscription I got for going to the Art for Amnesty exhibit. 
Wait, I went to that. It's on. Did you get the little the badge? Yeah, it's on the badge. What? That was already so like such a rewarding experience, but yeah. now I get to use title. Was that the thing that Usher was at? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but okay. I left before he got there. I was supposed to I go to that, but then I think something morning. happened. Mm-hmm. I think I just wasn't feeling it. It was a weird day. It was yeah, hot. I think that it was, was so it. hot that day. Yeah, I woke something up. I woke up. I went to like working. when it's right when it opened. <clears throat> to Wendy's. Right when it opened. To Wendy's. That's it. Wendy's? That's what you said? No, I, okay. went, I went to it right when it opened. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I'm like, that's like, very, I was like, was it a... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, wait, on every Saturday you go to Wendy's <laughs> right when it opens? Oh. And then you go to the uh. newest artist <laughs> How to spend your life. Because <laughs> that sounds like Sunday. a dream. <laughs> Wendy's on Saturday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, to me, Stupid. being a black professional... <laughs> Just, it means, like, having something beyond a, I don't know. I don't want to say that. Doing what you like for mm. real. Okay. Um, doing what you like or having a job that is not minimum wage. Like, a non-hourly wage job. Or like a salary job? Yeah. But I don't like saying that because some people I feel like who are secretaries who may work an hourly wage, what I would still consider workers? them right, and I would still consider them mm-hmm. professionals. Mm-hmm. Because no matter where you are, if you're someone, anything that's not an entry level, anything that's not an entry level position. Oh, my okay. position's entry level. No, but I mean like entry level, as in like I'm not flipping burgers. I'm anything not that's collecting. Not an intern? I don't know. It's hard mm. to describe anything. Well, you, work in a you don't have to have a degree. That's true. Anything that is not like something that you specialize, like a specialized. I don't know. It's hard to describe because I don't. I I would not consider me working at Laser Tag to be me being a professional. Like mm-hmm. even managing that, I don't consider it to be a professional. Yeah. Yeah, because it's laser tag, like bullshit. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because um, it's laser tag. I consider a manager at like a department store, a manager at like a clothing store hmm. could be considered professional. Anything when you're working full time. Or, I don't know, it's hard to describe. <laughs> you put yourself on I don't the spot. Know. <laughs> I am. I know. I am. I'm trying. I don't know. I don't know. Ow, ow. I didn't think about this. I don't know. Um,. Well, it's vague. I mean, yeah, what is I mean, professional? Yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't... See, the reason I wouldn't call myself a professional, because when I think of a professional, I think of somebody that's like a suit. Or like, you know... Mm, or like somebody that's in like a, a head position. Like, I wouldn't consider myself a professional, but I would consider my boss, who is... You know, I would consider my boss professional because she's a director. She owns the company. She's a director. She's the writer. She's the producer. You know, she she's in right. charge. And she's young and black. And I would consider mm, my friends that are, like, lawyers, young black professionals, mm-hmm. people that work in the business. People that work in the business world, to the me, business. business. People that work in the business world is what I guess I can consider a young black professional. Somebody that owns their own business. Something like that. I guess... Um, so that's why I wouldn't consider myself a young black professional because I'm like you know her assistant and I like you know would you say someone with autonomy to be a professional really but see I feel like even as her assistant 
somebody would consider you a film industry professional. Like if you, you have to fill out your LinkedIn profile, you Girl, that's what you would put. Don't you don't but you don't have to don't, have one, but you could. If you did it would be a film industry professional. Don't you don't you directly hire people, sort of, or like pick because you you are a casting. I was the cast director for her, for the short film we're doing, but I'm not a casting director overall. No, no, no. I was just that title for this film. I know, but I mean, you got to pick the people, right? Yeah, that's amazing. That's I feel like that's You're a professional. professional. Um, I I would consider someone who has some sort of like autonomy in their job. All right, we about to check Miriam Webster. To be, I, yeah, do <laughs> that. Y'all are really trying but, not to call yourselves professional. No, no, no. I, def- I mean, I would no, no, no. consider. I, I would consider. Can, I consider myself a professional. Yeah, because you're like, a teacher. I, I feel like that's a professional. Yeah, I feel like, like a teacher, a business school. person, a lawyer, a doctor. But um, I would consider somebody like my cousin that owns her own business. You know, like a a functioning business i would consider a secretary a professional right so a professional i I mean i would consider that professional i would consider a a person who's like a landscaper professional yeah 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 but not laser tag no (laughs) (laughs) managing a mcdonald's i consider that i I consider that to be a professional but if you drop fries or work the drive-through i don't consider that to be professional i feel like like that would be my my equivalent Equi- equi- is flipping burgers but Dawn no. excuse me you have a, <laughs> I'm you sorry. are engaged in a specified activity See, as one's main paid occupation rather than as a pastime so even if you're flipping burgers even if you're, if you're flipping that. the switch at laser tag if that's you, what you're doing like for if your that's money. what you're doing for your money you're a professional okay. it I mean, it doesn't okay. necessarily mean that your environment is professional, which has alternate meanings, like maybe everybody be acting crazy and no, right. but <laughs> they are still all professionals. Like if they are getting paid, you're a professional. That's how I see it. Maybe okay. it has a different mm-hmm. purview from you guys. I just feel like when I was working on laser tag, I did not feel... Like, I was a professional. I would not consider myself a professional. I consider myself just, like... I guess but I also consider that job not to be my, like, end goal. I was like, mm-hmm. this is, like, holding me over until I get to the real thing. Right. But I would consider someone who has... I consider autonomy. I feel like auto- like you have autonomy at your job. When I'm at Laser Tag, I had no autonomy. I didn't get to decide anything. I just had to do what I was told... Period, point blank. That was it. But if you're a landscaper, you get autonomy. If you cut grass, you get autonomy. If you're a secretary. Like, yeah, you do what someone tells you, but you kind of do it at your own time, at your own pace, in your own style. And so you're still considered, like, mm-hmm. autonomous. Like, you get to pick. But you flip burgers, you got to do them. When someone orders a burger, it don't matter if you don't want to do it. You got to do it then. And then you also... Gotta do it to a certain way at a certain has to be done in a very like certain way and you can you have no choice in how it gets done. You can't dress a burger how you wanna dress a burger. Like you have mm-hmm. to do it that way. But you as a manager, you get to run a store kind of however however you want right. to run a store. But there could be that burger flipper who's like, Okay, this is my first in in a kitchen job and then they move on and they go and flip burgers at like Smash burger. burger. I don't know. Right. I don't and know then, like what the, the right. right. I don't know what the echelons are of like r- the restaurant right. industry. But at what point does that person go from flipping burgers to being a line cook 
are you saying and this is how they like pay for their rent right that you said they became professional just because they made more or they worked at a restaurant that had more like respect around right. it at what point are you re- professional okay that's all I'm saying I guess the black part for me is also being unapologetically like comfortable with my skin with myself and understanding I keep forgetting that part the black thing and not forgetting the fact that, that like I mean, it's that, but also I feel like being a regular professional and being a black professional has a different meaning. Like being a white professional and being, it's a different thing. Right. It's just like, there's like this mental, like not a workout, but this mental switch that I have to like flick when I go to work. Right. Because the kids always ask, where your accent at? Where your accent at? And it's like, Mm -hmm. I'm at work, girl. Like, (laughs) this is a job. This Mm -hmm. is not just some like bullshit fly by the way i'm not at fucking the fucking juke joint doing nothing like i'm <laughs> at work joint. like i'm getting paid Should a salary this is something serious <laughs> and so very often i consider because that's how i was brought up and because of like white supremacy i was taught that like that accent is like not, not professional. professional so when i go to work i i've done it for so long that i now just like by instinct i just flip the switch and then like the accent comes on and it stays on the whole day and then when i go home it like Mm-hmm. I flip the switch because that's just how it works, and yeah, I guess I guess like code switching is part of being a, a black professional, but also oh, not forgetting yes. that like I am also black, and mm. you wrestling with the idea of like how unapologetic do I want to be? How unapologetic? How unapologetic can I be? And mm-hmm. so it's that mental like hoops you're jumping through right. on yeah. a daily basis i guess when i would think of like black professionals when i would see like go to something that's like young black professionals and it's like you know people talking or something it would be like people who are the upper echelon of the young black folk and it's like well right. this person did this this and this and they're like mentors and right. they're giving the who's who. they're like yeah they're the who's who doing public speaking engagements mm-hmm. and like having events be like you know this is how you be young and black and professional right yeah, when you go to like a young black professionals mixer, yeah, it's like I'm a lawyer, yeah, like right. I'm an entrepreneur who like I sell makes, weave on Instagram, right? And but they're like making money, mm-hmm. and that those are the people identifying themselves as professionals. But yeah, but I feel like when you work in the artist world, you can be anything. Yeah, you can be anything. But when you work in the artist world and you go to like a young black professionals meeting and everybody's wearing a suit, they're like, oh. Uh huh. You're an artist. I know. It's oh. not a real job. That's not a real job. That's why I was like, you know, it's kind of, that's why I feel it's hard for me to. But that's sing. why you have to own it and be like, nope, I am a professional. Yeah. Because... So it's like, there's only like one or two artists in there, and it's like, oh, well, he does arts. Right. But your job is harder <laughs> than theirs because, like, where is the art firm that you can just go apply to and yeah, start working uh, film in? Jobs. In you gotta quickly. hustle they end quickly you're constantly hustling you're constantly trying to like make your living whereas mm-hmm. for them like not to put anybody down who chose a traditional path but oftentimes those people judge us judge artists for like not having a salary job or not mm-hmm. having a job where your position is like very much laid out or yeah. like easily kind of rounded up in a little paragraph and it's like actually i do so many things and i like use all these skills so be that girl who's not wearing a suit but claiming like waving a professional flag even higher than them because you know that you what you're doing 
is a job. It is really a slog and you got to work, but you love it. Right. You know, yeah. like, and it's like, so you have to like fight to be like, Hey, guess what? Who's professional mm-hmm. over here? So. Speaking of levels of professionalism, segue to the next question. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate professional white spaces as a black person? Ooh. Yeah. Still trying to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had experiences in the past where I was working in mostly white environments in New Orleans in like kind of a liberal environment where it was great. But then moving on in the same company and working in another state and it being very difficult and ultimately (coughs) traumatic because my blackness was under a microscope and they were not my superiors, like my boss and her boss were not used to working with black girl and like and I just watched other black people who were under my boss quit or like somehow get pushed out until finally I was one of them and I would have if you had asked me at the time if I thought my boss was racist I would have said no but in retrospect I looked at the way that I was treated versus other people and it's like she never saw me as a person so when I would say things like, oh, I have a death in the family. I need to go home next week because this terrible thing is happening. Right. She would just like look at the calendar and be like, no, well, we need you this week. So you got to go like a month from now. And it's like, uh, would you do that to the girl who like kind of looks like your sister? Right. You know, like, would you be able to relate a little bit more? And I felt like I was always they always thought that I was being lazy. Like I could, I had to be the best. Right. Yeah, and I had to times, always be on. Twice as good. To be seen as half. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, all time. Uh, yeah, it's like that. I, it was like, I was constantly being confronted with that. Like I couldn't, any mistake, like you should be allowed to like learn, especially in a job where you're new. And I was new at this job and any mistake I made was like, oh, this is just you being lazy. Like you, I just need you to work harder. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Girl, I work 90 hours a week. week. I can't <laughs> like, work any harder. Huh? Yeah, and I'm smiling through it. I don't know what else I can do for you. And then seeing like people who have come after me deal with it and they just automatically have a comfort with her. And not surprisingly, they're also white. Right. So it's like, I'm still learning. I don't know because I don't, I can't change me. You know what I'm saying? And I've grown up in mixed environments. But I can't help the white people who haven't. And if they're right. still uncomfortable with me, there's nothing you else can I do. can do. Right. That happened to <laughs> me. Um, I have worked in two jobs that have been mostly white. And both of them, I have only been fired once. And it was from one of those jobs. Mm-hmm. Second one, I've only legitimately quit a job and also the other job. The first job I quit is because I had been there for two years and I wanted to be a manager. And... Long story short, I think I'm, I don't know if I told the story on on the show before, but long story short, I wanted to work, and then I had been there. I was I started when I started. I was hired with about three or four other people of color. Um, one by one, they got knocked off, mm. and then people would come, and they would stay for about a month or so, quit or get fired, and same thing. It was like a cycle where I was like I was seeing 
black yeah. people and brown people would just like come through, leave, mm-hmm. come through, leave. And people who used to work there would always see me, and then they were like, "How'd you get a job here? How are you still? Because yeah. like, how are you still here? Like, how did like so and so hire you?" And I was like, "She didn't hire me, but I don't know. I'm still here because like I guess I like do what I'm supposed to do, still sleep, not really realizing right. that's because I fucking played the game because I don't mm. ruffle feathers." Mm. And then I started ruffling feathers and. Um, toward the end, I was like, okay, I've been here for two years. I am ready to like move up, make more money. I want to be a manager. Other people who are managers want me to be the manager. Um, they, right before I quit, they hired someone who I trained when he got there to be the manager. He had texted a girl from someone else's phone and called her a hoe. All the, like, the owner did was made him apologize. He didn't apologize, but he was still a manager. And so I was like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm obviously not not respected. So I quit. And in my email, I quit. And then I was like, I want you to know that, like, today is my, like, my, like, my last day of employment. I'm Mm -hmm. self-terminating. Like, I'm quitting without using the word quit. And I was like, this is why. Because I've been here for this long. I put in this many hours. And, like, this shit is not okay. Right. Period, point blank. She went on and on about how, like, so-and-so did this, and so-and-so did this, and you did that, and you did this. And it's like, okay, yeah, this happened, but also you hired someone who was, like, calling your employees, like, hoes and laughing about it, who's now a manager, who you knew about that before you gave them the manager's job. The managers who worked here was telling you, we don't want to work with him. We want to work with Petty. Like, Mm. we're telling you what we want to do, and you didn't do it, and then... At the end of it, she says, but the biggest factor was your hair, which was in dress at the <gasps> was in was in dress at the time. That's it's not, not a hairstyle <laughs> that party moms want to look for when they see someone who was mature and responsible with money. What? And I was like, so you pretty much just told me that my hair means that I'm immature and that I'm going to steal these ladies' money. Oh and I my said, God. I said, okay, that's also, like, fucked up. I didn't say fucked up, but I was like, that's completely insensitive and, like, not okay. And it's, like, very racist and, like, not cool. And then she goes, it's not racist. Do you think President Obama would be where he is? Oh, Lord. They always want to throw Obama. backing up with a racist statement? If he had had your hair and I responded, um, number one. I'm not. I'm not trying to be president of the United States. (laughs) Number two. President Obama has nothing to do with me being a manager at this shitty ass family fun center. And then <laughs> lastly, my hair has absolutely nothing to do with my ability to do my job. Thank you. But also thank you for giving me examples of why I needed to quit this job. Right. Because like yeah. this job is bullshit. You are bullshit. Have fun with your little rinky dink place. People are not going to come in forever, like whatever. And then, of course, it's still open, but like people still know that as like the shitty place because it's just like. And also, maybe President Obama didn't want to have dreads. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody maybe that's doesn't not want his them. Style. But he also, the part that makes me mad is before I fucking got them mm-hmm. because you know I was fucking goody two shoes, right? Fucking respectable, fucking Uncle Tom. I was like, hey, is this hairstyle okay for me to have while working here? And she said, yeah, it totally is. As long as it's like kept clean. My shit was kept clean. It was kept neat. I fucking Yeah, what came. does that even mean? They not washing their Kept clean. Every day. What? Thank what? you. So I was like, you know what, girl? Okay. And, and you're so dirty. And my other boy. job, it was just 
they were not big fans of the fact that I don't want to be friends with them. So they were like, we're family and we get a feeling you want to be a part of it. And I was just like, okay, I don't. Right. Bitch, y'all live exactly. in Metairie. I'm not trying to go to Panera Bread with y'all. I'm not trying to go to exactly. Hooters. Like, I come here to work. I do my job. You have told me when you fired me that I did great at my job. I just wasn't part of the family. Okay. Damn. What does that even mean? I wasn't friends with them. They were right. not, they didn't like my, my attitude. And I was just like, okay. I don't. I do my job. And that has I know everything I, to do with them. It's like, why can't I just sit here and live my life? Why can't I just make make you fucking money, exactly. which is the point of hiring someone? Go the fuck home. I say out of y'all's hair. I don't ruffle no feathers. I'm not trying to be here for too much long because I'm about to graduate. So like, uh. what? And I don't know. I'm. I I know how to do it. Like I know how to work with um white people and and then like not ruffle feathers like I like, right. I know how to do it I know how to like play the role, it's just that at this point it's just like I can't like I cannot do it like I refuse to stoop that low, for me to exactly. like kiss ass to like have a job right like it's it's not worth it and so I guess it's just if anybody needs to know how to navigate a white space as a black face. The biggest thing you got to do is you got to just like you got like you have to not ruff, like ruffle feathers. You don't talk about mm-hmm. blackness. Mm-hmm. You but also at the same time you kind of can't tolerate a lot of the bullshit that comes along with like white people saying stuff like oh my god, you're so well spoken for a black person or or, or or anything like that. And so you just kind of like you play the role you play the role and that's kind of it and i just also hope that like you don't let that be your only like you don't let that job be the the end goal the end goal is not to be a brown face in a white space because it's terrible like it's it never works out i can never like somebody suffers and it's usually the the brown face it usually is it's so true i think like you kind of hinted at this like you have to create your own space and how is that possible like if you want to go into nursing or something and for instance i know i mean i know other black professionals who are traditional professionals and they find safety in their black professional circles you know they're friends with just like educated black people and we sit and commiserate together because right. maybe they're the only one and maybe they work in mentoring you know where right. like maybe their patients are horrible and then their boss doesn't understand why their patients are horrible because their boss is white and they're like oh mr Kablinski, he's nice <laughs> to everybody. He's never been rude to me ever, and they just don't believe you. And right. it's like, okay, but I still gotta make this money, so yeah. gotta get the money. Yeah, like most people, they're <laughs> like, I just kind of if you can't create your own work environment, you just have to smile through it and recognize that, like their hatred has nothing to do with you you know or like their Mm -hmm. ignorance has nothing to do with you. it's not anything to do with you personally it's just them being ignorant yeah and sometimes it may be them doing with you personally because sometimes racist takes your personal okay (laughs) makes your personal um i guess my answer to that question would be uh like we some someone touched on that you have to my dad would always tell me that in order for like when I go to a job interview and I'm sitting there and I have the same resume and the same experience as the white boy sitting next to me that I have to make sure I'm two times as better and I have to mm-hmm. you know I have to do smile two times harder and I have to when, my, when I do my interview I have to be 
twice as nice and twice as right. and eloquent times, right. and right. twice, you know, make sure I sit up straight. Yes, sir. No, ma'am. Make sure, you know, you give a firm handshake. Make sure you mm-hmm. speak clearly and you enunciate and you make sure you don't say, um, and you don't say ain't and you don't say, huh? You don't say, yeah. You know, you'd have to be twice as better because no mm-hmm. matter what, even if he can be less qualified than I am and I can be extremely more qualified, went to school longer, got a degree, got two degrees, but he will still be looked at better because he is white. And so I guess just hearing my dad tell me that and him being a professional, you know, own his own businesses, working in politics and stuff like that, um, you know, just having him say that, it's like, okay, that's always in the back of my mind when I'm, you know, working in a white space. It's like, all right, well, I have to be, make sure, you know, got all my... My all my P's and Q's crossed right. all my T's, added all my I's, mm-hmm. my ducks in a row. You know, before I ask a question, make sure you know I go over things multiple times because if I mess up, like you said, you know, it's like, look at that black girl being lazy or that right. black girl right. not trying hard. Oh man, she's just not smart. This idiot ass black girl. This idiot ass right. black girl, and like even though they're not doing it on purpose, or you know they may be doing it on purpose, but it's just like you're gonna look at me and think I'm just twice as wrong as the person that's mm-hmm. fucking up. Like I remember one of my first jobs in the film world I was an office PA and basically an office PA you're everybody's mm-hmm. assistant everybody on set everybody in the office everybody in every department you're everybody's assistant and I would work my ass off I would help the production secretary do all the things he needed me to do I would help all the all the producers I had to help the director I was basically the director's third assistant like I, I was doing all this stuff and like just busting my ass because you know i wanted to make a good impression because this is my first job out of my internship and you know the guy i worked for you know talked me up really well to all the people and so you know i'm like busting my ass like making sure i do things check things twice over make sure i'm always standing around asking questions what do you need like you know do you need this do i need to go here raise everything like well we need somebody to go make this run i'm like okay i'll go do it and then you got this bonk ass white boy sitting next to me yeah. not doing nothing complaining yeah. fucking shit up and then being he doesn't as fuck. ever like <laughs> not even mediocre right being not horrible even not even trying mm-hmm. and it's like he messes up nothing happens they're like oh you know it's just a mistake i mess up and it's like oh sonny you need to get better you need to do this you need to right. do that you need to get it together you can't be messing up like that time is money and blah 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 right. and i'm just like mm-hmm. do you see him but do you right see, do you see him billy kavinsky like <laughs> do you see billy bob over there because he's you. not doing anything and it's like he ended up getting fired which is you know like karma karma but it's like it's like every time something happens he would make sure he's not around so he wouldn't get called and yet you know you're still sitting here and everybody's giving you all the praise every time you do something right they're like oh thank you good job you did that was so great if you do that and it's like i fixed that mess for him uh, i did all of that but as soon as he makes a mistake it's all sunny how dare you how how dare you (laughs) and so and you know in the back of my head i'm just like you know well (laughs) daddy d was like you gotta you know you gotta be twice as bad you can't you can't complain you just gotta make through it you can't complain you just gotta smile you know when you want to cry you can't you can't show fear you can't show weakness you just have to you know, suck it up and unfortunately mm-hmm. you have to just suck it up and smile through it, you know. And yeah. that's un- that's like the most unfortunate thing because it also just kind of makes you, even though you're not complaining and you're just being complacent and you're just saying yes to everything, it also in a way makes you look weak. Like you don't, you know, you right. can't stand on your own two feet because you're just sitting there Fucking bending up. to everyone's will. Right. You right. know, even when you are doing good. I can't think of what I want exactly the phrase I wanted to use, but, you know, you just got to be a slave in this world right well one of the things my friend said that was amazing be a slave like always Um, 
you mad? Was like you got it though. She says when she <laughs> goes out. on job interviews, she just decides I'm a white man right now, and I'm just gonna talk to them like a white man. Because that's one of the things that would get me where I would come in and be goody two shoes because I like that's what we're always told like do everything right, mm-hmm. and they that's don't some really good do advice. That. They go in like the white people that i see how they interact with their authority with their bosses it's like they're their friend they're like oh hey bitch like what's going on and i'm like whoa like this is crazy because i'm, I'm like oh, yes sir what, what else you want me to do i can do it you want me to dance exactly and so when she said that like that was the second black girl who they both work in very white fields. One is an engineer and the other one works in the um, film industry, notoriously white male spaces. And so so white white. guys. And so so male. And she was like, I just go in there like I'm their bro. Like I just like act. And that's how she's like, if I don't have time for it later, like because I'm exhausted mentally and emotionally, it's whatever because I put it on when I needed to to get that job. And she puts it on with the right people. Like when she's around her boss, she's like, that's my friend and we're just going to be friends today. And that's something I'm trying to adopt now. I'm like, you know what? Let me let me try that because the other way is not working where I'm like super deferential and like, oh yeah, like you you sound like you seem like you know what you're doing. It doesn't work in a long yeah. run. For it's me, safe. I... I wait for the friendship thing. Like, I don't just mm-hmm. go and try to be like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? Yeah. Like, I wait until they bring it to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, this what we doing? Okay, now <laughs> we could be a little bit more comfortable. We have to right. be so, so stuffy. Right. So it's like, okay, I wait I wait for the friendship to be thrown at me because I feel like if I go with that's it safe. first, they're going to be like, you're getting too comfortable, little girl. Mm-hmm. No, no, I've always been very much that way. But I'm also like, I am a man. So like... I do get the benefits easier yeah. for me to kind of like play up. I find easiest for me to just, again, taking that advice of like talking to him like like a white man, but then flipping it just a little bit. But also, I go in there and I like don't go in there trying to like be goody, like the good black man, like mm-hmm. very respectful, keeping things calm. And I just go very much and I talk to them as if like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm the authority of this. I'm assured. Like I I talking with a purpose and I act with a purpose and I do things with a purpose and then usually from seeing that they sort of like realize oh he knows what he's talking about Mm -hmm. and so they kind of lax a little bit but then I also kind of like talk with a purpose and I just throw in my own personality and like Mm -hmm. jokes in it so it kind of comes naturally even though I'm really the one sort of like moving the space the only place that I work at currently Aside from the like school that I teach at, that is like a white space. I've sort of done that, where it's just like I've built up their trust enough to where I've mm-hmm. like been serious enough, but like I like feel it feels serious, but also relaxed to where people know mm-hmm. that I'm about what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and my actions show that. But I also can joke, and so I've been able to do to kind of like balance the two that way. But That's very cool. rarely do I like have to. I'm thankfully don't have to work with like large amounts of white people anymore yeah uh, um i mean i still work in the film industry but um uh, thank god right now i work for a black woman so that's that. incredible mm-hmm. <laughs> and um i think yeah all my other bosses have been white when i work in the film industry before we run out of time i just want to quickly um make a some quick 
I guess, like snap points on how do you navigate professional black spaces as a black person? Because that's a little bit different than navigating a white space. It's like you can't be. It's the same horse. It's like it's the same horse, but like a different color. (laughs) Because for me, it's just like there's two kinds of black spaces. There's BuzzFeed black spaces and like natural (laughs) hair care black spaces where like people are allowed to sort of be yeah, like, like curlynicky.com so. it's right it's, it's kind of like <laughs> the blackness spans the gamut and then there are other places that i've worked at um where the blackness is very much this way i think you and i have talked about this charlotte mm-hmm. before where it's very much like this way and then it's very conventional right and i kind of like am not yeah as you see i'm wearing a fucking holographics right like jacket it but like awful. It's all right. It's but everything. It's like <laughs> I'm off kilter and so I'm trying right. to like okay. I'm y'all, quirky at best. I'm 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 a freak. Like I'm like I'm I'm weird and so no, it's just like carefree as fuck. And I have like <laughs> I, tat- I have different colors. Thank you. And like I if my job would allow me, I would also have my hair dyed currently. Right. Mm-hmm. But like like it's hard. I kind of feel like I have to do similar that I do with like working with like white people that I have to sort of like prove my blackness. Yeah, you oh, gotta like yeah. prove your blackness while dealing with respectability politics, but you have to prove yes. your conventional blackness. Like you mm-hmm. can't, you know, there's blackness is not one thing. It's not one soul right. thing. It's not a monolith. It's not a monolith. Like you have to prove you're the monolith. Right, after right. Certain black people, you're like, all right, well, I'm this person. I'm down. I can like, quote these songs. Yeah. Right. I slick down my baby bangs. Right, <laughs> like, but like down in their version of down. down like, right, you know, there's different, there's different versions of down, guys. Like, oh my god, you have to be, you have to be somebody that knows everything about pop culture just in the black community. You have to know right. all the words to all the '90s jams. I mean, mm-hmm. which we do, but. That's not necessary all the time. I would like for us to step out of the '90s, though, as Black people. I know, I know that's your thing. But it was such a good time for swearing. us. Right? No, I do. I like it, but I want us to like. But it's like I lo- I want us. I want to go another year without hearing my boo. No, not my boo. I want to just give me like just give me at least not you. Wait, what's, wait, what my boo? At night, I think oh, that song. Yeah. I want to go at least another nine months without hearing that oh, song. I don't hear that song often. See, I don't really? hear it enough. Yeah, I don't hear that song often. Y'all, but Petty is a, a par- party boy. I guess I am a party boy, but <laughs> I, mean, I but like but like so are you. I don't hear that song that often. Javon don't play that that often. Okay, no, what I'm saying there were parties that I went to where. I would go to two parties a weekend, like a Friday yeah. and a Saturday, and then the next weekend, the next weekend, next week, and I would hear that song every oh my God. single I, I, time I went out. The and same like, DJ? Like, no. Oh my God, I get I, it. Like What? I get wow. it. Like I love Martin too, y'all, but goddamn, can we be contemporary? <laughs> Fuck. And I don't mean contemporary as in like play fucking future at a party, but I mean, can we get some black people who are making some like weird futuristic black music like people were making back then but who are doing like, that now but Afro- what song Afro- are they playing Afro- now what song do you think they should play like I what is out right now some more like Colella, some more like I feel like that stuff is so melancholy it, it's but, like I mean, amazing to like clean I, the room I on could, a Sunday I could dance to 
like rewind for real. And there are some like I don't know. I just want some like some quabs or something. You need some like, more Afropunk aesthetics in your life. Kind of yes. like like I but just see want, like that's too that's too quirky for conventional blackness. That's why I that want, that space exists. I want that's blackness, exactly why that space exists. And I want blackness to step out of the box but that we are in. But also, in conventional blackness, you are in that box and that box is still tight and you do not walk outside the line. You and I, and that's what I, I, that's what I want. I want us to like, right. can we we're, atomic bomb this fucking box? No, and right. it's like, I don't, it's like I'm at the point where I don't even have to, I don't even worry about trying to fit into that box or try to break people out that box. It's like, you know what? You do you. I'm going to be over here with my Afropunk aesthetic mm. and my nose ring and my whatever color my hair is going to be next week. Right. And my quirkiness and listening to Fall Out Boy's greatest hits from the early 2000s. (laughs) And I'm going to be fine. Like, because I don't need that blackness to define me and define how I should navigate and define how I should act. I've let it define me for a very long time. I've tried to mold myself to be Mm -hmm. that way. And it has failed constantly. And they I always mean, see through it. They know. I know. I just they always know. Oh girl, I was good. I just feel oh, like white people just we can it. be great, y'all, but we just gotta stop being we just gotta like so narrow. Let it go. I feel like we almost got it when the fucking Boy. black kids were listening to Latch by disclosure. Oh, we, we were that we were so I thought y'all I don't thought know how good you sure. have it though. Like y'all have all these artists. They're all I have was TV on the radio when I was young <laughs> and that's not even all black like they had some gospel influence but it was like rock for the most part yeah. like there we did not have a songs a station that was called alternative R&B like that did not yeah. exist so I feel like yes there doesn't mean that we've made it as like but we've not being sides. yeah like not being these like parochial like normal black people not necessarily but it's progress because there was nothing like kids y'all have not been called devil worshippers for having blue hair in my day that's oh, how I it was. Nails, my grandma was like oh yeah like, <laughs> like that, that mean you worshiped them and i was like i just like how black nails make my hands exactly oh <laughs> uh, i wore a misfits t-shirt to like this mostly black boot camp like oh God, experience yes. and i remember like taking off my little sweater and just like offending all the eyes like they could not <laughs> like somebody cry like a blood tear when they saw it and i'm like this means absolutely nothing to me i couldn't even tell you a misfit song i just right. really I love this t-shirt um but and i know i was offending them but they were a little bit older but i feel like there are kids younger than all of us who are like oh yeah there's like this is just normal now because I see them like they come to my well school and I'm like yeah once Whoa, once look black at you. kids started skateboarding I was skateboarding like, look at that. yes look at God, <laughs> look at God. <laughs> party like a rock <laughs> no see that song also made me upset because it was like oh I like rock music and it's, it's like, like no, no you, you don't, don't. right <laughs> and no, I was don't. like because yesterday y'all were all making fun of us exactly for listening to all of the rock music exactly. right. right and you were like oh I'm playing like a rock star rock star Barbie and it's like if you're Get out of here. I know, I know, but that was it. Was still an acknowledgement that somehow black people didn't have to all just only listen to rap and only right. listen to R and B, even though those things are wonderful and beautiful. Yeah, like I, I need it. You know, like sometimes <laughs> I'll go too long and I'm like, I can't hear another white voice in my ears. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember somebody told me that I wasn't a normal black person. It told me and my friend Eric that we weren't normal black person, black black persons, black people. We went, excuse me, 
Right. Awesome. No, black people are more than normal. More than yes. just what you think black people are, a white person. It's like all the black people that you're around are exactly like us. Like right. this is normal. Black people, mm-hmm. there's more than one normal. There's really no normal black person. We went off on his polo white ass. He learned. Oh, my God. oh it was a he white boy who told y'all that? No. Yeah, no. But it's like, I don't know. how would it's... you know how other black people hang or what other black people are aside from the black people you see on TV because exactly. you only hang out with us? Right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Excuse you? Anyway, um, we, we digress. <laughs> very quickly, before you have to dip out, dip, um, dip, 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 dip. tell me about your job. I'm running your, late. I got 10 oh. extra minutes. How many? <laughs> I've, I'm not going to leave until after we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, the last question was, what advice do you have for other black professionals? And I think I said it was just like... I don't know. If you have to work in a white space, just like buckle down, girl. Just, I'm sorry. And just find a good yeah. balance. Yeah. Find, find some black friends. Balance. Find somebody black. But also, if they on some like respectability shit, then like fuck that nigga. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Because I don't. I What I hate more than a white person is a black person who plays into, into respectability. Because it's All like, right. that's exhausting. The black person that's like, oh, you know, you just lazy because you black. Right. It's like, don't, you don't want to say that because, like, they'll get mad. Like, exactly. Don't give a f- they can stay mad. Thank you. I don't care. I'm mad. Like, they Thank need to be you. mad with me. I will say, I have a black boss right now. I work in a mostly black environment and it's been trying because of conventional black environment. Mm-hmm. And, like, they knew from the beginning, like, she not like us right and I and get i ask all the time if i'm from here oh yeah oh like, they're all so from here days. and it's like bitch yes i was fucking born in this stupid i know like, and, but what's amazing is i come across a lot of other people in my job who are part of this whole system and they are like you're fabulous and i'm like thanks other black people can you come <laughs> work you, here please girl. and be my boss but my boss put out this um professionalism handout that me and like a few other people had to sign who were new hires and it was a list of don'ts and one of the don'ts was you can't wear any scarves or head wraps and mind you when i got the job i had braids because i knew better and when i got the job like after that I start. I took the braids out, and I have time to be doing my hair. And also, like, I have these beautiful African import scarves that I tie right. up really big and huge in my hair. And she like cut that short and was like, "No, like she put it on the list." And it's like, you put that on there for me, and I don't even know if this is legal. And like, maybe if I knew anything about why people actually wear the scarves, I could fight back about right. this. But in the moment, I'm just gonna sign it and resign right. myself to twisting my hair tonight. Right. But it was still very much like, but you like, if you were white, you might not even tell me not to do this because you would assume that I'm doing it for cultural, religious reason. reasons. Right. And because you think you know me, you're telling me I can't wear this because to you, it looks like I just woke up. But to everybody else, like, I made sure, and maybe this is just me projecting, like, or assuming something, but I was like, if I'm wearing this scarf today, I'm also wearing a blazer, matching pants, a button down, Mm -hmm. and she just... Like, yeah, to show, like, no, I did not just wake up, like, I would pull out some bangs and call it a day, and I, to me, I looked very professional Mm -hmm. to her, and this lady has locks, like I've been so Girl. disappointed with her behavior. Your, your bed, I was wearing my satin it. scarf, and it wasn't tied halfway over my eyes. Yeah, it right. was like a decorative, big, like Nigerian style gele, like big head wrap, and I was wearing it often and was getting compliments and stuff. And she 
nip that in the bud. And I'm just like, is that even real? Like, how can you do that, girl? I don't know. I'm not allowed to wear earrings. Really? Men can't wear earrings at my job. That's a double standard. And I'm just like, but I want to wear earrings. Yeah. (laughs) I have some crawfish earrings. They aren't supposed to, but some of the boys, like, sneak by and they have them. And I guess How just, do they do it? But I don't understand because the girls have like septum nose. piercings. Oh, they can wear like, those. Yeah, out? they can wear a septum piercing and nose Girl. piercing. Unless you, you know that would not fly. At, Thank you. That would not fly in my Catholic school. No, I can't wear this when I teach. I have to flip it up. That's the kids know no I have fair. it, but I'm not supposed to have it. And I'm just like I don't understand. Like it, I literally don't understand. I was surprised understand. my niece went to school because she went to school where you where you teach, and I was like. Wait, you can wear your nose ring to school because she, oh, like, the she kids? didn't have she didn't have the the horseshoe. She had a hoop. the hoop. Yeah, like, a lot of the kids Whoa. have hoops. She's like, yeah, I'm like you don't get in trouble with that. She was like, no. I'm That's like, Girl, incredible. It's 2015. It is. <laughs> is she it still is. Living? No, she graduated oh. last year. Yeah, but no, they don't. Uh, I'm not allowed to wear this. I can't wear. I mean, I guess you can't wear sneakers to teach, but. Mm. It's also just like, but I'm on my feet all day. Yeah. So, like, I just don't understand. Black girls couldn't have braids because it was <gasps> unkempt. Oh my gosh. I feel like braids like are some of the, it's heart. like some of the most kept camped up look. Kept, kept up, whatever. Yeah. It's the most kept, neat. kept hair that I've ever seen. It's too ethnic very, for them. The very white school was like, no, but then they let people have it because my friend had braids every day. <laughs> okay, good. She was well, fucking to us and it looked cute on her. Right. Oh, well, I went to school where they were telling the black kids who had dyed their hair that it was like one boy had his hair dyed blonde and they told him it was unnatural. And that was like, my sister. What about Susie who dyes her hair blonde? Because that's bottle, baby. That's not natural. <laughs> and they weren't telling them <laughs> anything. Exactly. It's like that's that happened to my sister. She dyed right. under parts of her hair blonde. Yeah, and the school was like, you can't have that, and so they pulled her out of class. Yeah, and like she had to sit in the office till my parents came, and my mom was like, her hair has been dyed. I, we cannot put more dye on top of it because it'll fall out. Mm-hmm. And then she had these like clip-ins, and so she had to like spend every day making sure that, that the clip-ins like hit all the blonde, and then the clip-ins start oh. to like pull her, her like hair out the oh back. My God. So she was like, "Mom, I'm not doing this anymore." And like I think mm. I think it, it might have been like two weeks. She goes, "I'm not doing this." And my, my mom was like, "You're not gonna do it. They're not gonna pull you out of class. Like this is this is ridiculous. Yeah. You're pulling her out of class over hair blonde streaks that yeah. nobody cares about. Nobody." Like, at my school was strict. We couldn't even wear fingernail polish because it was distracting. Oh, but I went Lord. to color school, so that's a whole different. Oh. That's a whole different another color. Oh, they Ooh. love policing us, don't but they? Just, <laughs> I mean, they even know. You know, I went to predominantly white color school, so we mm-hmm. couldn't. You know, we couldn't do nothing. We had special socks to wear. Okay, but I. The funny thing about me being very professional is that for my very first filming and my first job interview, I went and like I had like a suit on and the guy that was interviewing me was like, Why are you so dressed up? And I was like, oh, it's an interview. And he interview. was like, Look, you don't have to wear a suit here. You could have came in jeans and a t shirt. And I was like, well, oh I was like, oh well I didn't know. I was like, my father taught me to wear a suit when I go on an interview. He was like, Thank oh. you. And like he was like I'm fabulous. I was like, that's yeah. why. He was like jokingly saying he's like, you know, it was like I was so professional. And then, you know, that's when I learned you don't have to be so professional in the film world. But I just mm-hmm. thought it was funny because of my conditioning to be, you know, twice as best and like yeah. make a great impression for all these white people. I put on a suit and he was like, Girl. <laughs> but I, I don't know, I would still do it. Like I interviewed and like 
professional clothes for my job at a summer camp because it's just mm-hmm. like this is a job and I take it seriously. Exactly. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't matter if I'm applying for a job to run the country or like pick up trash. Like it's a job. Yeah, and I then, take pride in my work. I think yeah. for like the next few interview I had, I just made sure. I mean, I was coming from work, so I just made sure I looked nice because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. work would drive me ragged and I'd be looking crazy. Right. Um. Talk to us about your shop. Okay. Putting uh, you on the spot. Sorry, I didn't. Oh I meant to tell you to tell to talk about it, but I didn't know I was gonna be talking about y'all. Um, so I started out selling clothes on eBay because I have too What's many. What's the clothes. name of your shop? It's called Shop Charlay. Can you spell it for the people on the yes, internet? Yes, it's S H O P. C-H-A-R-L-E and you can find me on Instagram. Um, and I, the the shop really in its truest form is a pop-up shop. So sometimes it exists and sometimes it doesn't. And when it exists, it's usually at like a festival or a flea market. And it's just me coming with like thousands of years of retail and resale <laughs> experience and like shopping thrift stores and being like, I, this is incredible and I need to like see somebody style this (laughs) it's gonna make my life so i just like basically treasure hunt and like find all these cool things in like thrift stores um estate sales antique shops and put it on a rack and just kind of like curate like my favorite girl and then like put it out in the world and have people shop from it um and what is really funny about this like talking about white spaces and being professional is like the flea market scene in new orleans is predominantly white and i'll get into these spaces that are like all these like uptown lucy's and (laughs) it's me with my like kinted cloth table cloth and my like wicker like displays playing like all this afro beat and they eat it up they're like whoa where do you did you get this in jamaica this is so exotic oh Oh my god i've never seen this before and it's like is your name charlie yeah (laughs) oh charlay so exotic where is that from what does that mean (laughs) what does it mean oh my dad named charlie that's what that means so it's been really interesting to see how people take to it but also like why aren't the people who run these little flea markets like adding more diversity right and you realize it's because their consumers wouldn't like that very much that's what they really think and i'm like almost all the time i'm like how much did you make to like jessica and she's like i made blah 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 which is like 200 dollars less than me yeah and i'm like it's not about like seeing people that they recognize like they want an experience so take that people hate diversity right. but also <laughs> yeah. uh, pe- people forget that like which there's money in black people like because we are the original hustlers thank okay you. oh geez. and then white people may not like black people but they like the things we do and then so we true. will also go out and fucking spend money we people spend forget money. that bitch we're like the biggest we consumers? spent yes. we are the biggest demographic like yeah Korean really, people, really yes, we black people as a collective spend so mm-hmm. much money that does not on stay stuff. in black people. And we spend it on bullshit. <laughs> we don't spend it on like investments. Right. Like, we spend it on shoes. We spend it on mm-hmm. hair, mm-hmm. makeup, everything cars, in my everything in my Amazon cases. cart. Exactly. Yes. All of my hair that's gonna like, be in my head. That's next week. where we that's <laughs> that's where we spend our money. Asian people, so like 
Chinese people, Koreans, they they, they have know. fucking they know the formula. Yeah, especially and they literally copy and paste. Exactly. Copy and especially paste. now, like you know, everybody's becoming more one with their African roots, and so everyone's getting a lot more. Um, African print things and wax print things and yeah. so like there's a big problem with the people that like actual Africans trying to sell their products you know because African print fabric wax fabric is very expensive and right. so any mm-hmm. any African fabric is very expensive it's going to be very nice you know a lot of it's it's just it's just delicate and expensive um, and so a lot of people are losing out on money because there's like a Chinese import printing these things and like they're, you know, they're selling uh, it in America and black right. people are buying it because it's cheaper because right. while we do like to spend money, we also like to be cheap. Right. So, and it's like, you know, we're not giving it back to the black community that started mm-hmm. it. We're actually making them lose money because they're being copied and it's right. being sold out of China for like $2. Uh, but what I am seeing, like, there are... Two bucks. It's like that two different worlds, right? So there's the black people who are like BuzzFeed black people and then there's like mainstream black people And the mainstream black people don't get it, but the BuzzFeed black people are ready to give their money away. Like, and this is coming from somebody who I used to be like all about fast fashion, Mm -hmm. but I realized like once I found people that supported the mission that I can stand behind, like it was black women entrepreneurs, and I discovered this just from like being a local in the city and going to pop-ups and like talking to other people who run them. Once I found other black entrepreneurs, I was so ready to give them all my money. I'm like, oh, hey, Magnolia Makeup. Like y'all make uh, really saturated lipsticks for black girls that Mm -hmm. look beautiful and cost... Are you saying the BuzzFeed Black People Group know this? Yeah. They know like the black professionals are ready to give their money to black people. Right. And you just gotta... We don't know how to like get ourselves out there. Like we need to be really good about marketing. We need to know who we're marketing to. I feel like there's no collective hashtag for black sellers and black makers. Right. Like I get on Instagram and try to shop and I'm like... Black, I type in black artists and that could be like so many different things mm-hmm. or I'll type type in like black girl magic you know like right. I'm just like trying to figure out what it is that's just going to show me everything created by black people and I feel like we still have to like create those spaces because there's people out there who want to buy it like when the black people find my booth they're like oh what else you got what else you got and I see that I know I do the same thing and I don't even make that much money. You know, right. I, mm-hmm. so I really shouldn't be shopping. I'm like, oh, here, girl, you can right. take off. Yeah. Like, like when I go on Instagram and I'm like, I see a black person like promoting another black person's business. I'm like, oh, they make cute t-shirts. I'm like, hmm, these t-shirts are $40, but I understand why they're $40. Exactly. poor. Right. I want to get all the t-shirts. Right, you find a way. You find a <laughs> way. It's like, ah, um, oh, I spent $100. There's a friend of mine. Her name's Evelyn. She has a YouTube channel called Evelyn from the Internet. And she... Used to do, she doesn't do too many of them anymore, but she did this this review series where she would like review products made for black girls by black girls. She calls it a black girl beauty, like black girl beauty brand. So if you search that hashtag, it's just a bunch of like black, like beauty brands for black girls by black girls. And it's like, I bought my mom some like some um, button earrings made by a black girl for black girls. And it's really nice. But I do think there needs to be some sort of like, I don't want to say a directory, but some sort of collector for people to be able to like click through to Mm -hmm. see like what I'm looking at. Yeah, because oftentimes a lot of us like don't know what to put or we don't want to alienate our white shoppers. Right. So 
uh, like I'll make sure to use black models and stuff so people know like where I'm coming from. But I still, I admittedly haven't put a hashtag that's very like shop black. You know, I might put shop local and there'll be a black girl in the picture, but it's also really diverse. And I do get people shopping from everywhere. So it's like, I don't know what to, I think we all kind of in that space. Like some of us will just put black artists, but it's like, I almost feel like when you do that, you're like, you're pigeonholing right so it's like how do i get everybody but especially the black people, people. <laughs> <laughs> I right. by myself. Yeah, I, um, yeah a lot of people i'm sorry go so, ahead. no you go ahead like a lot of people are also um shit i forgot i know what i was saying but then i stopped go ahead um this is not related i mean it's related but not at all but mm-hmm. i actually know shelly through youtube i mean instagram <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's i I don't remember how I followed you or something like that. I think we have, we like new mutual friends. I think mm-hmm. I know Sean mm-hmm. and then I followed him. And I think I, I also saw you at Buffalo exchange when you used to work there. And then mm-hmm. I added your Instagram and then I didn't meet you in person for the first time until we went to the dear white people showing that was at the zeitgeist. No, the Indywood. Indywood. About yeah. what? A year ago, a year, year and a half. Uh huh. And then she saw me and she, and she was like, Uncle Jemima, because that was my name on Instagram. And I was like, Best Instagram name ever. Oh, <laughs> talk about me. That's me. Talk about me. That's me. And I was like, Oh my God. Ooh, I me. felt so like, I felt internet famous for me a split too. second. It's, it's, it's happened. I was like, What? Yeah. Bitch, what? Wait, she followed me on the internet because she saw me in person. She thought I was cool. She just followed me on Facebook on Instagram. And I was like, oh, <gasps> that's awesome. Visual. Visual. I Look at the yeah. internet bringing us together. I know. Oh, come on, millennials. I wanted to talk about Bill Cosby and that um, Hungarian lady who. Oh, okay. I don't, I, don't have um, the, I don't have the spirit for that. Right I know. Now. Does anybody have a weekly obsession? My weekly obsession is that song that Brandy just released oh, called yeah, Begging and Pleading. It's so good. I was going to play it, but I might play oh, it yeah, as we end one. out. We don't have to do that because we're about to like. And it was quick, but I don't remember. My least true moment of the week is fucking police. <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Most true moment of the week good. is today. Is this. Oh. Um, you don't have to have my week up. No, my weekly obsession is that Kanye released a new song. The first song he released was Wax City. I'm say, I wasn't fucking with that. I was like, Facts or facts was Hashtag Facts was Wax City. And <laughs> Phil and I both agree that it was lazy. And it was very lazy. Mm-hmm. But the new one, which I was playing earlier, but I can't remember the name of it, that one was much better and it sounds like, you know, some good old yee. And I was okay. like, come on, Kanye. Mm-hmm. And he also put out the release date of his new album. When is it? February 11th. Oh my god, so quick. And we still waiting on fucking Rihanna's album. And I'm still waiting on Frank Ocean. Oh, Nigga, yeah. where is you? Forgot about where him. are you at, Frank? Where are you? I forgot yeah. about Frank. Waste our time, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a weekly obsession? Um, My weekly obsession, just to throw mm-hmm. another black lady entrepreneur, um, is this face wash I bought from Andrell's by KCJ really hope that's right um 
Google Andrells. This woman from New Orleans does this amazing like skincare line. She really cares. Everything in it is organic and like natural. And I have been using it in place of everything else I used on my face, and I'm just like glowing. Uh, love it. Andrells by KCJ. She's on Instagram. Got it. Yeah. Th- awesome sauce. I thought I had that brandy song, but I don't have it. I can play the Kanye oh, yeah. song again. But it's called Begging <laughs> and Pleading. It it's really good. I don't right, know if she has new it. music. I know she has a new TV show, which I haven't watched I heard yet. the TV show was not all that. Oh. But I also haven't seen it. Oh, Brandy Girl. Um, <laughs> Most Real Moments. Space Jam was on yesterday. Oh my gosh, shut the fuck up. What station? Everybody get up. It's time <laughs> to just, jam now. We got a real thing <laughs> going, going on. on. Welcome what? to the Space Jam. jam. It's your time. Chance, do your your dance dance at at the the Space Space Jam. Jam. All right. All right. right. (laughs) Wait, but what station, though? (laughs) (laughs) I think it might have been on ABC Family. Maybe. I don't know. Space Jam was on. Matilda was on when I left my house. (laughs) I watched Honey recently again. No, I've seen it before. I love Honey. But I watched it recently. I've never seen part two. But I watched the first one, and I forgot how much... I like love, love that movie. and hate I have the that sound, movie. I have the soundtrack. It's such a it's such computer. a good. So- can you? <laughs> I'm gonna talk to you about that after right. this because I'm not gonna. Wait, wait, let me let me see if it's in this iTunes. It might be just me on my computer. Okay, finish. What you're um, saying. but oh, it's not. We are triliterate. We are triliterate. We have welcomed you to 2016. Welcome. Thank you for listening or whatever. whatever. You can follow us on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash triliterate. You can follow us on Instagram at (laughs) underscore triliterate. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore triliterate. You can follow us on Snapchat Snapchat at Triliterate. At Trillnola. Trillnola, excuse me. You can follow <laughs> us on Facebook at Triliterate. See, si, senor. Um, this is Petty Mayonnaise. And, and I'm Sunny D. And then. I'm West Bank Warrior. And we want to thank y'all for listening to Triliterate. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Bye. And as always, we loud. We cute. We cute. And we, we black. black. Bye, y'all. Love you. Bye. Tell me, tell me you've been quiet, what is on your mind? Come and spit it.